What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 211. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm great. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? You seem a little tight. You all right? Go ahead. Well, I want to talk local New York City real estate. There's nobody I trust more than the man they call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How you guys doing? We're great. We're fine. We're all good. Uh, although we're we're on the the verge of a very very important election. I mean, uh, I think we were talking about it off the air, and there's so much that seems to be happening. Just just like the world is coming apart in so many ways. You know, we have a rise of anti-Semitism. We have a rise of authoritarianism. We have a rise. Of, of ages and they're talking about getting rid of social security and and medicare so there's all these isms that are that are coming down and there's a rise of trumpism that that, that seems to be like the empire strikes back for the star wars fans i mean it's, it's that kind of deal they rebuilt the death star they, they're about to try to blow it all up again so um i was i was on twitter and i noticed that there's a lot happening we were talking about off the air there's a lot going on it seems as though, and I have a theory, I am not a conspiracist, but I do have a theory. I noticed that some of these things that are trending, like red wave, you know, you see a lot of that, the red wave is trending. Oh, it's going to be a red wave. And then I, I noticed that uh, for, for me or whatever on my feed, I'm seeing a lot of uh, Kathy Hochul ads. Oh, Kathy sucks. She's got to go. And I'm pretty sure that's happening all over. In Georgia, I think we were talking about it, Derek, in Georgia, you know, Herschel Walker is still neck and neck with Raphael Warnock. I don't even know how that's possible, but it is. Um, and then, you know, down in Florida with Val Demings and, you know, uh, uh, neck and neck with Marco Rubio, who hasn't even shown up. I read this today. Doesn't even show up for like the majority of the votes. He's, he's almost <laughs> never there. This guy's getting paid and he's not even working. Um, and then you have Ron Johnson, who who helped plan the insurrection, and Wisconsin, and he's still neck and neck with Mandela Barnes out in Wisconsin. So I, I noticed that there seems to be this artificial horse race in this feeling that, yeah, it's going to be a red wave. And something is saying to me that, that Republicans are being set up to go at the fool. And what I mean by this is I think that if you if you tell them, yeah, it's going to be a red wave, it's going to be a red wave, you're going to win by a landslide, you're going to kill them, and then they don't, they're going to be buying into the, oh, it was rigged, it was fixed, and all of these people, these election deniers that are running on the GOP side are going to have reason to claim, oh, you know, the polls said we were going to win, and everybody knows we were supposed to win. So, what happened? How did they fix? How did they rig it and create all kinds of turmoil after the fact? That's my fear. Uh, just before we get started and play some of these, uh, a clip that I have, I, I just want to get your takes on that first, Mark. I don't know if that's a. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they have to do that because they've every single one of these. Uh, I guess the close ones. That's all we care. I think it's about six of them that are kind of you know crazy: Arizona, Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, damn it, Wisconsin, Florida. All the ones that are close, where the, the percentage of the polls are like you know three three percent, you know, one way or the other. And in Georgia, it's a neck and neck race. What they're saying, which is really bad because, <clears throat> excuse me, if it's that close, then it's automatic. Uh, a recount, so you know it's gonna be more issues. I don't think I don't think they have to because all these candidates, the Republican candidates who have been asked the question directly, if you lose or will you accept the or if you lose or will you accept the results of the election, all have said nothing. They, or if they've answered it, they've answered it with the the legalese answer of, um, I'll accept the results um, if it's proven to be you know, some kind of like you know horse crap about you know basically saying no, they're not gonna accept it unless it's a landslide for themselves. So I don't think they have to jimmy them up. 
jimmy up the uh their their red crowd because their candidates have all said unless they win they're not accepting it because they've seen the the uh, the model's been laid up what six years ago that you don't have to actually no uh, two years ago you don't have to but six years ago when the previous uh president orange was saying that prior to him winning surprisingly and then that kind of notion has played out in this country and even crazier is played out across the world. I mean, in Brazil, that guy was saying the same thing, same exact playbook that Trump was playing. And then, uh, but boss, oh boy, I forgot the Bolsonaro, I think his name was the deal yeah. of, if I don't win, then it's fixed or there's something that type of deal. So they don't have to juice them up. They've already been juiced up for the last six years. And then even more so two years ago with the, uh, insurrection, on January 6th. So I, I don't know if it's even, in, I don't know if it's any more. And maybe because I'm sitting in a control room all the time, I see the same stuff, but it, it doesn't seem like it's any more crazy than it has been. Yeah, I just think, like, in, in the case of Bolsonaro uh, down in Brazil, uh, it's it's part of almost like the, it's, it's like page 13 in the authoritarian's handbook. I mean, it's that yeah, kind good. of thing. Deny the results of the election. It only counts, uh, you count the votes and you count the votes the way you want to count them. And that's how you, you maintain power. Um, your thoughts, Keith? I'm going to give you a, qu- <clears throat> a quote from Malcolm X. He said, the media is the most powerful entity on earth. We see a lot of different ads uh, about everything about each opponent and how it's used to say that this opponent is worse, this is worse. And as you were saying, it gives you an insight to a lot of bullshit. Because that's what they're selling, bullshit to the people, because you have to use common sense when it comes to voting for people. And the world that we live in, we go by what the ad said, what people say, not what we investigate on our own. So they talk about this red wave. This is what they're going to put out there. Now, if I lose, you know what they cheated. It's all by word of mouth. But you have to investigate these things on yourself to find out what is and what is not. And we don't do that as people. We take other people's words instead of investigating things for ourselves. So this red wave they they putting out there and this one saying we neck and neck and, you know, we right here, we tie, we right there. But just in case we do lose, you know, they cheated. That's all that's, that's bullshit. That's, that's them putting it out there just to prepare themselves, as you said, just in case they don't win. So it brings into doubt to the people again about voting, then they're going to say, right. why should we vote if, you know, we know we gave all these people our votes, but they lost. They cheated They cheated us again. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think I think people forget that, that the margin, the margin of, of victory in Georgia was less than 20,000 people, fewer than 20,000 people. That's like a, a sold out uh, Knicks game. You know, it's not a lot. We're not talking about the Knicks. The Knicks don't sell out. You mean like 6,000? You sure it wasn't that big? The, 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 the Knicks sell out. The Knicks sell the out. Knicks? Yes. <laughs> we sell out all the what, time. What, it's it's what, like a social What gathering. year? What are you talking about the Knicks sell out? I mean, like, we oh, always, like, oh, like the, the, the early 90s, the Pat Riley Knicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah you're we right sell there. out. Right. It's sorry, more of a so. Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying we're selling out because we're winning. It's more of a social gathering. You know, it's like the play. You know, something to do. You're out in the city. That's why we're selling out. Thank you. Okay, I, I thought you were about the '90s rally next, but okay, yeah, those next they sold out all the time. Let me allow me to retort. Uh, it's like a sold out uh, Jay Z concert at the Garden. Thank oh you. yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Hey, okay, that's that's the amount of people we're talking about. So we're not talking about lots and lots. We're not talking about millions or hundreds of thousands of people. We're talking, you know, maybe tens of thousands, if that. And again, uh, to your point about Trump in 2016. The margin of victory was about 80k votes. That's it. That was that was the total margin of victory for all the votes cast, and it was three states, and that total up to about eighty thousand. Yeah, so, a, uh, and and if uh, Jill Stein had stayed her ass home uh, and and not played spoiler, that wouldn't have happened either. Because half of those votes that went for her, people who said I can't vote for Hillary, if he made it a binary choice, then he she gets half of those votes, and then we're not having this conversation. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it is, there's something going on because I, you know, for, yeah, and, and you're in the media and, and, and I certainly have studied media. Um, you know, I just noticed that 
there's there's been this horse race effort um and all of the they say all the experts say all the experts all the polling i have not been i have not been polled i have not i used years ago i used to get calls they'd ask me are you planning to i haven't been polled by anybody i haven't Neither been polled by, on the phone i haven't been polled online i haven't been sent a poll you know to fill out by either the democratic committee or or, or nobody so, so uh, it's just curious to me excuse well, me I would, I would, okay i'm sorry just want to ask who are the experts? Oh, are we going to do this now? Are we going to question every single damn thing? I mean, come on. <laughs> if there's people who study this, you know what? Here's, here's why I would reject that. Because if we question everything, then what the hell are we doing? How we, I mean, if if these are people who study all those nerdum, nerdum of, of polls and trendings and all that stuff. So the experts are people who have gone to school or have gone to some kind of as lack of a better word, training to figure out all this stuff. So, I, I, if we're going to sit there and say who the experts are, then nobody on then nobody's an expert in anything. I mean, my no, brother's I, an expert, no, my, my brother's an expert in comedy. So if he said, "Listen, I I, I know this I from the club," yeah, I'm going to say. If he said, <laughs> but like, think about it, because when he says, "Who are the experts?" Say you said, "Listen, you know what?" In the comedy clubs, you know, back in the '80s, blah 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 blah. And then somebody said, "Well, how? Who, who are you to talk?" I was there. I, I, was I did the I did the work. So the people on TV, whatever channel you watch, whether you watch the the four uh, four networks or the the three cable, the big three cable uh, uh, outlets, those are the people who have gone and and done all this. No, I'm not. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm no, not. So I, 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 I don't want to go down that path. That's, that's I'm, not gonna, really I'm not gonna. Path. I'm I'm not gonna go down that 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 rabbit hole. But I will say this: I think that we're in a situation. You know, again, I hate that. I hate the word unprecedented because right now it's precedented. But we're in a situation where, where some of the previous assumptions have to be thrown out. They've, we've never had an election following um, the dismantling of Roe v. Wade. We've never had uh, an election following what uh, a Supreme Court that is that is really, really. Uh, run amok and out of control. We've never had an election where uh, some of the candidates who are running uh, backed an insurrection. So we're yeah. in di- we're in a different space. So if you if you've been if you've been modeling it one way, and suddenly things change, it's like people trying to say, well, you know, back in my day, you know, we sent letters, we wrote them out with our hands, and we put a stamp on it, we mailed it. Okay, well, nobody's doing that now. So we're yeah. in a different spot, and so the reactions are, are going to be different. I don't, I don't, I don't know one way or the other. As, as you pointed yeah. out, I'm not an expert. And, this, and that's the reason I said, who are the experts? As as you said, you haven't been polled. You've been polled, Mark. Someone called no, you but, or Derek. But, no, but, but but because I haven't been polled, you understand? We're a pretty big country. The the, the poll samples are like, and that's another thing. People, when you, when you see a poll. It's, I always give the example. Somebody, if I say seventy-five percent of people agree with me, you go, "Wow, seventy-five percent!" But yeah, I only I only talk to four people. Only, and that's if three say, "Yeah, that's seventy-five right. percent." You have to go by the sample size. So when you hear a poll, unless you see at the bottom of the screen, you, they always give a plus-minus uh, work percentage. But you need to really give a poll when they say, "Listen, a poll," and we sample fifty thousand people. 20, a poll of two thousand people in in New York or Long Island or heck, even your local town means nothing. That is like the ultimate nothing poll. And a, another little side note, the media got their ass kicked six years ago when they predicted that Trump was going to get crushed. That was a whole big thing. And then after the after that happened, the media took it on took it on the chin saying things like, we got this wrong. We, we really screwed this up by because we didn't take into account. And Chappelle had it perfectly when he was saying in his special that he knew prior to judging by all the pickup trucks in Ohio what was going on before the rest of the country knew. They didn't take into account all those people who sat home silent and didn't say a thing. I mean, like I said, they haven't polled us, so they're not going to... It's only the people... It's, it's the radio person. It's the person who calls into the radio station and says, I have a problem with you know, this player, that player. Meanwhile, the tens of thousands of other people don't ever say anything. That's right. what happened. The media polled the person who called into the radio station, but the other people sat, sat at home and said, I totally disagree with that, but I think that player is great, or I think that player is horrible, and that's the part that they can't. That's the part that you can't get to because if you polled me, I'm, I'm first. I'm gonna, you're going to call me, and I'm going to not answer the phone, or I'm going to send me the voicemail because I don't want to be bothering the poll. I don't want you. I, I, my phone is constantly getting buzzed. I got three today. 
hey, I'm candidate such and such. And because I'm independent, I get both idiots calling me or texting me. And I just put a stop to it or I put it as spam. Don't talk to me. Don't reach me. I, let, I will find, I will decide who I like or don't like. Don't try to sell me on some BS about, hey, you know, you worry about the, your safety. Yeah, I'm always worried about safety. You worry about your uh, your uh, taxes. I'm always worried about my taxes. Don't 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 come at me like that. So most people are like that. Don't. It's like when you walk. Into, I'm sorry. I'm monopolizing. It's like when you walk into a store and in, in uh, like a car dealership or a clothing store, not clothing store, like a furniture store, and they run to you. Hey, can I help you? I just walked in. Let me look around, man. <laughs> when I need you, I'll come get you. When I need to know about what your position is, I'll either ask your campaign or, or research you. Don't constantly bombard me with talking points um regarding the red wave um because you didn't ask me so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in right now <laughs> <laughs> you know mark I mean, was monologuing so we just had to wait for him. You know, you know, i was, yeah, I I was coming to you though okay, i waited for his apology but you know they don't mean nothing. but anyway uh <laughs> um i don't i don't think it's really um a red wave i believe these people are who they are they have been this way prior to the uh insurrection um, Trump was able to bring these folks out to who, you know, to who they are. So now you're set it up. These guys ain't no different than who we were when we were kids. When you play, a, you know, we, we all experience these guys. You play a game. It's the guy's ball. He lose. Oh, man, you're cheated. Now y'all can't play with my ball. Nah, man, you know, and, and, that's, and that's what we're dealing with with these folks. They're setting it up right now. If I don't win, it, y'all cheated me and it was rigged. Forget about the fact that you didn't get enough votes. Forget about the fact that you were one of the outspoken folks against abortion and women's rights. And now those women's are there. They're stepping up and they want these things and they want to hold you accountable. Forget about being held accountable for all the things you went against when it was time to say, well, wait a minute. Maybe I need to step away from the party, uh, the Republican Party, because this just isn't right. And on this topic, hey. Young lady, I agree with you. But no, you kept running with the party. So now it's time, you know, like, I, and I keep harping on this. And I know we don't hear about the folks in those countries, like we said, you know, in those states, like we said last week. These little ladies got to go out and vote to show them, okay, you overturned Roe versus Wade. You supported the Supreme. Okay, that's great. Okay, okay. Well, this is what we're doing now. We want a change of government official in your place who's going to hear our pleas, hear our cries and our concerns and give us the things that we need. You know, so I think that, you know, in my personal opinion, they just setting it up because they know they're not going to be successful and just giving themselves out instead of looking in the mirror and say, hey, I came up short. I did not you know, support my constituents with all the things that they wanted from me. I'm going to go back to the drawing board, which we know this is not going to happen. I'm going to go back to the drawing board, you know, re-strategize and then take into consideration and try to fulfill some of the thing that um, that some of my constituents want out of a uh, elected official. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely 100 percent right. And, and I, I think, again, I don't know. I just I just kind of feel like this is a. a, a Social media creation. I was I was watching sixty minutes yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw, but the guy that that was one of the producers of this great Netflix documentary called The Social Dilemma, and he talks about and we all talked about it before about the uh, how the 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 algorithms and these phones kind of manipulate um, people. And he was saying that right now, um, outrage is what's being manipulated by by these algorithms because uh, we yeah. get a lot of clicks for outrage and everybody is angry. I don't know, you guys drive just like I do. Everybody is angry. Everybody on the street is angry and we're constantly ramped up and, and the only thing that we all have in common are these phones. Um, I was talking to, we, we made the point last week about our, uh, our young people and I think that's really where this election hinges. If these young women, I won't say girls, young women, you know, 18 and up, go out and vote and and the young dudes go out and vote because they don't want to be paying no child support um there could be there could be a um you know it could be a swing i mean because older people are going to vote now the the people that are conservative and older older white conservatives were going to vote regardless that you could already you could already bank that what they may not have counted on is maybe some people who are older who kind of vote semi-vote don't really vote but are now going to vote or people who are in our age group who are saying, wait a second, 
You talking about Social Security and Medicare? Y'all about mess y'all y'all talking about getting rid of that? And I'm looking at it coming up, you know, coming up fast on me. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm definitely voting. I mean, I voted uh last week, you know, early. I never voted. I told you guys last week. I, you know, I never voted that yeah. early before, but there were people out there. Yes. Yeah, speaking of which in New York, it's gosh, I, I wish I could remember the number. There was a um I think like for numbers sake, last time around for governor, early voting was like a hundred thousand people. This time is four hundred thousand people. People are yeah. so the poll people are getting out there. So like you said, you said uh, last week that uh there was a line. You think ah oh, sneak in here, bump in, bump out. Next thing you know, you're like whoa, 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 whoa. What's, what's going on? They're giving away stuff. And I think that's sort of the same thing. That's so the polls and all that stuff doesn't really doesn't really phase me because I think people are just you know keeping it quiet and just they're going to do what they're going to do and 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 they're just going to not have to advertise to the world because. Like we said, we we hope that the young people vote because it's part of the it's part of being an adult. I mean, and right. like young That's people have a, a big issue. Yeah, but young people want to do, do all the stuff adult wise. They want to drink, smoke, and have sex, but they don't want to pay any bills, and they don't want to you know they don't want to have to do the things that allow them to to be a real adults, like half adults. You know, so I, I, part I, of being I, an adult I'm, is paying your bill is uh voting. I'm glad you brought that up because I had a nice, lengthy conversation with your nephew oh, and my nephew. You. Oh, and, and uh, no, younger or older nephew? Older nephew. And oh. the older nephew surprised me. Oh, no, the older oh. nephew surprised me. Older, the older nephew came came through. He was like, listen, I'm voting. You need to vote. He was talking to his cousin and telling him that he, the importance of voting. And, you know, and, and my, my child... My child was like, man, I ain't, you know, he was, he was on, 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 on the, on the, in the future hive. He's like, what's the point? It's not, it's not gonna change nothing. I don't see why I'm gonna do it. Why, why would I go out there and vote? I mean, you know, y'all, y'all messed it up. He said, when it's time for the revolution, I'll be there, but I ain't vote. I'm like, well, you have to. <laughs> and what you said about that, there's some 99s. I don't know yep. what happened, but them 99s are. Similac, something, something else. Similac, bro. Something else is going on tonight. Yeah, yeah. Right, keep mad Similac. Yeah, that's what it was. That's Similac. That, that model yeah. seems to have some weird quirks to it. So, <laughs> but yeah, my my oldest, I'm glad because we've since he's been 18. Listen, you know, we, you know selective service, do all do all the things you have to do to vote. And what because that's part of being an adult. You can't just, you know, like I said they they want to half ass. They want all the others. They want all the trappings. They want to all. They want the flashy cars and all that stuff. But they don't want to work hard. They don't. They, and voting is a big deal. I, we um, had a recycling thing out here this past Saturday, and I met who I didn't even know this guy existed, a local politician who was like, he's like, where do you live? And my first thought was, why do you want to know where I live? You don't ask me that question. <laughs> and uh, he's like, wait, uh, he's like, where you going? Nanya. Yeah. He asked me, well, what town? I told him what town. He's you know, like, where? I'm like, what? I mean, my first thought was, what the hell do you care? You know, that's my, and I, I didn't realize what he was. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm your, uh, your, your uh, legislator, or whatever the, Oh, your rep. Oh, okay. I had never seen his name or seen it. I had no idea who he was, but that's how it starts. These guys, you know, you have to, and I, that's bad on me. I should know who he is. If he's my guy, I should know who he is. And did I vote for him? Probably not. I probably, he probably just, you know, like a lot of these local politicians, they just kind of stay in the office because nobody knows who the hell they are. Right. And, and nobody knows the vote. And, 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 and those off, off year, because there's an election next year. Yeah. For, for a bunch of whole bunch of candidates that nobody's going to vote for. Let me play this because again, this this gets to uh, the youth vote. And uh, this person on Twitter, her name is she goes by. Let me see. Um, her name is I am Politics Girl on Twitter. I am Politics Girl on Twitter, and she had this really great rant, and that's what I I, I kind of sent to uh, your nephew to talk about it. And I'm going to play it right now, and we'll talk about it on the other side. Gen Z, my college students, my young friends whose entire lives are in front of them but continue to be overlooked and marginalized, to the people whose rights and future are being stolen from them as we speak, whose democracy is crumbling and will have to live on the planet the selfish and self-serving are destroying. I want you to feel your power. This is your election. This is your moment. America is at a crossroads and you're the ones who can choose the direction we go. There are 8 million more eligible young voters than there were in the last election. 8 million more of you to pull this country back from the abyss and point us in a better direction. Why do you think they've made it so hard for young people to vote? Why do you think they keep trying to convince you your vote doesn't matter? Because they know your power and they're trying to suppress it. You guys are the secret weapon of this election. 
No one is counting on you to come out. Everyone assumes you'll forget that you're too lazy, too selfish, too disenchanted. You need to prove them wrong. You need to make this election a frickin' party. You need to go to your polling stations in groups and then go out afterwards. Have fun making a difference. You can change everything and you should because you're the generation with the most to lose. The ones who have to live the longest in the world that's breaking. Sure, the people that came before you made a mess of it, but we've also had progress. At every turn when the status quo tried to hold us back, there was always someone pushing for progress. That's you now. You have to vote for progress, to straight up refuse to go back, to vote for the future you want and the future you deserve. And you deserve a country where your voice matters, where your vote counts, where you have autonomy over your own body. Prove these assholes who would take your democracy and the choices of who you love and how you live and what you do from you. You don't want your parents and grandparents living with you because the government took away their social security. You don't want to have to pay through the nose for health care and prescription drugs while you're drowning in debt and unable to afford housing. You don't want to live on some dying planet with shrinking resources where the air and the water are unfit for human consumption. So vote against it. Vote for your values and planet and your people and then come back and do it again at every single election. Be heard and refuse to shut up. Show the powers that be that you won't sit silently while they steal America from you because you are America and you're what democracy looks like. Yeah. All right. Fuck so it. I want to vote for her. <laughs> Yo, is she on the ballot? <laughs> Yo, she was outstanding. Right, Why right. she's not even going to have a commercial? That's exactly. just a goddamn commercial. Who is her? Get a number. We need uh, to find a way to sneak. Yo, she is incredible. Right, now, now, I'm hoping that what she just said is on you said you got it from Twitter, uh Ant? It's on Twitter, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a video on Twitter. Now it's got that a lot of light, it's got a lot of views. Yo, and, and the reason I, on my page. Uh yeah, the, the reason I you know I found it, I you know, because again, you know, you know, you I mean, you kind of you know how it is on social media. You're scrolling, you're yeah. scrolling, you're scrolling, all of a sudden I saw this thing and I you know I I, I right. almost didn't even listen to it and I said let me click it and listen to it. And uh, she hit all the bars for the young people. And he, let me t- let me say this some say this for the old people who are not sure what they want to do regarding uh, this election. I mean, because uh, I am politics girl hit all the uh, hit all the all the important points. But yes. one that she didn't she didn't talk about is this inflation. Yes, the United States is going through inflation. Gas prices are up. Food prices are up. Corporations are making profits, record profits, and they are profiteering off of our situation. But I did a little research today. It only took me 22 seconds, people, to find out some information. You know, in Europe and Germany, a liter of gasoline cost a buck 80. One liter, not a gallon. Listen to what I'm saying. One liter. Now, a liter is about 30. Uh, I'm not good at the metric system, but it's about 33 ounces. So it takes about four liters to make a gallon. So if it's 180 per gallon, what's 18 times four? Anybody? It's about seven bucks a gallon in Europe. We have not paying that here. Seven bucks a gallon. There's a reason why those people in Europe love their little hatchbacks and their little Volkswagens. There's a reason why Volkswagen is the number one car manufacturer in the world. Because the Europeans for a long time have known that they can't go out there and have big, giant SUVs, big, giant SUVs driving, uh, uh, you know, at $3 a gallon. They they, they don't have it like that. So there's a reason that, 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 uh, you know, we're all dealing with this inflation. It's a global problem following a global pandemic. We're all in the same boat. In fact, of all the modern nations, the United States inflation rate is the lowest of the G8. It's the lowest of the G8. Yeah, we're all taking it up the ass. We are. Everybody. The whole world is. But as far as the world is concerned, we're a lot less worse off than other people. Now, that doesn't make make it easy for you to go to the grocery store. It doesn't make it easy for you to pay your light bill. That doesn't make it easy for you to, to, to buy a bag of Doritos that used to be this size and now suddenly the bag is shrunk. It doesn't make any of that easier. I'm just saying we all in it. But if you vote for these fools that plan on taking everything from you, you will have less. Both for people who plan on saying, oh, you know what? I have no problem with the corporations gouging you. You will have less. That's my thoughts. 
I'm I'm let, I'm gonna leave it there. I'm not I'm gonna get off the soapbox now. <laughs> oh god. I agree, yeah. my brother. I, I definitely agree um, you know, with your points, um, you know, regarding the inflation. Um it's 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 rough, but you know, you 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 shed some light. If we ain't as bad as everybody else, um, I guess I can pay five dollars and forty nine cents for some goddamn helmets because I left it on the counter the other goddamn day. I said I just ain't gonna have no tuna fish, man. I don't like tuna fish no more. I can get the tuna because that was four for five. That was the bumblebee. But then when I go get the mayo, I'm like, you got you can't get the helmets no more. You got you you got to get that. You got to get that. But after what you just said, they're going to get $5.49 out of me tomorrow because I'm not as bad as those other places, you know, in Germany where they're still struggling. So yeah, they're Germany, get it. England, Italy, uh, Spain, France, all paying way more than we are paying. Okay, but as my brother just eloquated, uh, uh, just, just expressed, what do we tell our kids? I don't care what they're doing at their house. I want to know what you're doing in my house. So what I don't care what Germany does. I care what they're doing here. So if Germany's paying it, BFD, I don't care. I don't live there. I live here. My rent is high here. My gas is high here. I don't give a shit what they do over there. So comparing to some other countries, as as a whole, we are better off. That's why everybody wants to come here. In every aspect of life, for the most part, I mean, overall, we're... So far, this experiment of democracy has worked the best here than any other place on earth, and we have the best things typically. I mean, obviously, there's certain countries that have certain. Oh, I would like, I would like to have this of that. I would like to have you know, But overall, we've done it the best here. So, but but to your but, but to that point, and you make a great point. Yeah, we don't. We we you know obviously I you know I'm not concerned with somebody what my neighbors are doing. I'm concerned with what, what I'm doing. But the reality is, is if I'm buying uh, gasoline. Um, and I'm not pumping it myself, and I'm not drilling the oil and refining it myself. Then we're all dealing with the same kind of of, of supply chain shortages. We're dealing with a global situation. The pandemic was not. Oh well, you know what? That's a Wuhan China problem. It's not a me problem. You know, no. Once it becomes once it becomes global, it's global. The economy, our economy, is global. The planet, when it's burned up will be a global situation. I can't say, well, you know what? Weather's fine right here. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there. I agree with that. we're, We're all, I think the big difference between societies and countries, and I think even, even being American, American used to be, you know, guys would have that flag and no matter what was going on over here, we all said, yo man, you know, USA, I'm, I'm, I'm down, I'm down for the country. Uh, Even though the country was, was messing up. Um, and if we had pain, we had collective pain. Everybody dealt with it. You know, if we were prospering, uh, I, we didn't all prosper. But, I mean, if we were prospering, you know, then hopefully you'd get a little bit of that pros- prosperity. But right now, we're in a situation where everybody's, you know, I, I got mine, get yours. And that's 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 the problem. Yeah, and you know, okay, I'm glad, Keith. Okay, sorry, I'll be more. What has happened is in this country, uh, from the top to the bottom is greed, selfishness, and only thinking of myself. And that's what has happened. So that has thrown this country into like a chaotic period, even though our democracy is somewhat still sound, but I think that will eat at the fiber of who we are because people have become so greedy. Um, you can see, as you said, with the oil and the food and the prices being maxed out and you know, they're raising the interest rates on everything. So they're using it as a way to say, slow down the economy, but you can't slow it down if people are not making the money and they have to use their credit cards or whatever they got to do to get the money. Now, how are they going to pay this stuff back? Eventually right. they can't pay it back. So what do they do? They go into bankruptcy. So there's another, that's another burden that's put on this country. People don't have the jobs to make the money to sustain a lifestyle that's just to be a normal lifestyle. We can't do that because they have basically taken all that away from us. It used to be, and I, I didn't, I wasn't alive. I may have been alive, but I definitely wasn't working at this time. It used to be, say the CEO of a company, uh, the, the head of you know company X, he was making just for numbers. Sake, say he's making a hundred thousand dollars. That's a good salary for back in, if, if say the number is a hundred thousand dollars, he's making a good start. His next in line, his 
I guess lieutenant is probably making say 75, 80. And then the worker bees are making um say 45, 50, but they're all kind of close. That's a really close. Now the uh, the CEO is making he's not making a salary. He's ma- he's making a salary of twenty five thousand, but his stock option is twenty five million, and his next in line is making one point two million, and then the worker bee is making a hundred thousand. The gap is way distorted. So you go, wow, I'm making hundred thousand, but if he's making twenty five million, and it's not and it, and, it, and where is it? It's not twenty five million straight salary. It's it's you know it's it's the hundred thousand dollar salary with the stock options of the ridiculous amount. That's what happened. That's that's the biggest gap. When you, when well, you yeah, Reagan, the, it just jumped off the charts. Right. Reagan, Reagan before Reagan took office, it used to be that this, the, the president of the company made about 30 times more than his lowest, the lowest laborer. So whatever that is, if, if you make it $3,000 a year, the, uh, the, the, the CEO of the company made 90,000. Okay. Um, you know, if you're talking about, you know, back in the 60s or whatever, that, 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 that's not out of whack. You know, there was a show when we were kids called the Beverly Hillbillies. Remember Jay Clampett? Yeah. Jay only had about $40 million. That's all he had. <laughs> I say only because back then that seemed like a, a, a ridiculous amount of money. I think at the end of the series, I think he was he probably had about $80 million from oil, mm-hmm. oil money. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the president of the bank, Mr. Drysdale, was making whatever he was making, but he wasn't making so much more than than his secretary, Ms. Ms. Hathaway. People have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm I just saying, I mean, it, it used to be, uh, and that, this is a number, it was 30, the, 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 the head of a company made 30 times more than the labor force. And now, to Mark's point, you can't even calculate the difference. No, you know, it's thousands of times more. Um, and, and, and that's where we are. That, 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 that's, that's where we find ourselves, you know, uh, as I said, I mean, you know, we, we've been talking about voting it, it, tomorrow is a big day. I'm feeling stressed. Cause I just don't know. I don't want it to be like 2016 or even 2020 where I'm sitting around for a week waiting to see whether or not I can exhale. Uh, hopefully, uh, tomorrow, uh, the people that have already voted and cast their votes, um, you know voted for the right people and hopefully tomorrow that uh, they get out there and they vote some more. And I, again, we already played that clip uh, for I am politics girl, young people. She's talking to you. You need to recognize that this is your shot to change the game. You guys always claim that you don't have any options or that things suck and that, you know, it doesn't matter. It does matter. Your vote matters. If it didn't matter, they wouldn't try to take it from you. If it didn't matter, they wouldn't try to convince you that it didn't matter. That's how you know it matters. Um, so it's like somebody said, yeah, all oh, oh, those diamonds, you know, you don't want those. <laughs> you know, we go they're heavy, you got a camera around, you don't need those. <laughs> okay. The old, magi- old magician trick that it's the diversion. Look over here because this is what's going on back here. Pick in your pocket. Um, you know, this is somebody that we we gotta kind of talk about before uh, before the time runs out, but uh, I don't even know how to bring it up. But uh, Kyrie Irving, following on the heels of Kanye West, uh, has found himself in trouble yet again for a stance that he's taking. Kyrie uh, fancies himself the smartest person in the room sometimes, and and he fancies himself as a deep thinker. And I don't. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, get on him for that. I, but he is, uh, he has been suspended by the Nets. Uh, so I guess suspended really essentially by the league too. Uh, and I think you sent us a list of things he has to do, Derek, in order to get yeah. back into the good graces of the league. Yes. Um, the Brooklyn Nets uh, basically wants, uh, well, first of all, we need, they need to know why he was suspended. Uh, Kyrie, okay. uh uh, posted um, on his Instagram, on his social media page, a documentary that has been out there um, and is uh, promoting anti-Semitism. So what has Hebrews happened? Negro, uh, Negroes the Hebrews or Hebrews the Negroes? Exactly. Negroes, you know yeah. what it is. I didn't want to. Ain't no need for me to say it to get us banned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why I just said what it was. Well, anyway, so after he did that, they wanted him to apologize. And, you know, Kyrie being Kyrie is like, you know, hey, look, I didn't make the movie. 
I'm not selling the movie. All I did was post it on my timeline. You know, so it came around. He did apologize. Now they want him. There's six items the Brooklyn Nets want him to do. They want him to apologize and condemn the movie. They want him to do, donate $500,000 to a hate, uh, an anti-hate, to anti-hate causes, attend sensitivity training, attend anti-Semitic training, meet with the ADL, the Jewish leaders, and meet with Joe Tasha. Uh, to demonstrate the that he understands, um, you know, everything else that they had required him to do. And I, I understand that what he posted may have offended some people. And I, you know, I get it. But like I said to you guys uh, over the last few days, when do you deal with the people, Amazon, selling the documentary? Numbers have increased. Numbers have increased ever since this has started with Kyrie. They have sold more copies of that documentary and nobody's saying nothing to Jeff Bezos. But and that was Kyrie's point. I didn't make the documentary. You're coming at me like I created. I, all I did was post it. You know, maybe I shouldn't have posted and just let it stay out there and let people find it, you know, how they wanted to find it. But it's still there. And as of it is 527, uh, nobody has still said anything to Jeff Bezos and Amazon and asking them to stop selling it on their platform. And for you, Shaq, and I like you, man, but you was out of order stepping to Kyrie because now they've got receipts on you that you showed that same documentary in one of your theaters. So, you know, you eventually... If you're going to go with Kyrie, go at everybody else who have promoted it in one way or the other. Whether it's selling it on their platform or showing it in their theaters, go at them the same way you go with Kyrie. Because all he did was post it on his uh, social media page, his outlet. Well, um, okay. I'll look. Anybody else want to go? Or you want to... Yeah, let me, no, let me come on. Because oh. I, I, th- I think you're 100% right in this regard. Um, Jeff Bezos and Amazon have the movie on their platform. You got to, I mean, it's not hard to find. Uh, you can certainly find it. You, you know, it, it's right there. It's been yeah. sitting there. He hasn't pulled it, you know, so if it's anti-Semitic for Kyrie to just post it, post the video, post that he watched the video, uh, then it's certainly anti-Semitic for Jeff Bezos to have it on the platform. And there is no cry. There's no outcry uh, to boycott Amazon. There is no outcry uh, to have Jeff Bezos um, attend sensitivity training and and to to meet with the ADL, I realize that sometimes we should not. That you have to be really careful about the things you tweet or you post on your social media platform because when you do it, you know people say, "Well, it's not an endorsement." Of course, it's an endorsement. If you if you found the time to put it up and say or highlight it or reshare it to somebody else, you are endorsing it by that action. I don't care what people write on their on their social media. When you share it or you reshare it or you repost it or whatever, you tweet it, you are you are the very act that very act is an endorsement. Okay. Uh so Kyrie um endorsed it. He endorsed it by by sharing it. What, no matter what his views were, if, if he's saying, "Listen, I was curious about it," um, you know, the guys were saying some things that I, I agreed with. They said some things I didn't agree with, but I had to watch it to see it. However, he says it. You know, um, I saw his apology, and, and it seemed uh, relatively heartfelt. You know, I mean, he's you know, but to 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 your point, Derek, I, I'm with you 100. percent If they're not coming after Amazon, if there's no if if the ADL um, has not called for a full boycott of Amazon, then mm-hmm. this is disingenuous. Agreed. Um, first of all, I, I don't think that Kyrie is in any shape or form anti-Semitic. That's not, Agreed. he's a pain in the ass, but that's not one of his pains in the ass. Um, he's just, you know, his biggest pain, his biggest flaw is that he's always the smartest person in every room, which is tough to deal with people like that. Um, as far as them saying um they should pull it that one's i'm i'm a little bit wonky on i if yeah i have no problem with adl uh attacking or banning or boycotting not boy uh, not banning boycotting amazon that's perfectly within their right i'm always weary of being pulled because i don't want them i don't want anybody to start kind of book banning because 
it's that's always a, a, a dangerous thing because they say, oh, you know what? I find this offensive, therefore you can't have it. Well, they, you've done it with Huck Finn because they had a couple of bad words in their, in, in their mind. Right. And I don't want them to start saying, because say, say if I have, I, I, you know, I, I'm passionate about a film about uh, 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 video games. You know, oh, I, you know, I, you can't video, you, you can't have that film because it, it gives my son a, a seizure. And they, you know, we're not going to ban, we're not going to start book banning. What Kyrie, his, and my brother said perfectly, by putting up there, he definitely promoted. And for him, to be a smart guy and then play dumb with like saying I wasn't pulling, I was just putting up there. You know exactly what you're doing. But yeah, it would have been nice if the ADL would say after they came after Kyrie for his promotion of it or tacit endorsement of it, go to the next level and say, listen, okay, yeah, he did that, but he couldn't have done that if you didn't do this. Agreed. But I, I don't want them, them being society ever start saying we're going to ban this or we're going to ban that if i'm i'm fine with amazon putting it up there because if i ever make a movie or make a show or whatever if somebody wants to watch it and they want to pay me for watch it fine and if i make something that somebody finds offensive then don't watch it but i, I don't I, i'm always i'm always weird when people want to start kind of saying you can't have because as soon as they start doing that then they start taking the next level well they, they'll start saying well you know what 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 you know you can't have the color purple why because of this or you can't have um, right. which way is up? Right. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things. Art is what the classic is. I need to beholder, and there are yes. a lot of things that I find offensive that I would never watch at all. And some things I find offensive that I I, I find funny or, or I, it's, it's I'm always weary about that. I don't, I don't want anybody saying you can't watch that because it triggered me. Well, then you don't watch it. You know, yeah, I don't want that? nobody. I don't want nobody banning blazing saddles. Yes. You know what, when you said that, I was thinking about saying, that movie could never be made today because there's so many tropes in or I, actually the movie I forgot about, but History of the World. You couldn't right. do that because everybody in the world would be offended. But that movie <laughs> is brilliant. But I don't want somebody saying, you know, you got to ban that. No, no, no. Let that be out there and just don't watch it. Yeah, this right. is I like, mean, a, uh, it's like a, a, a two-headed coin. If Kyrie Irving wasn't who he was, he was just a normal person, this wouldn't be going on. Right. You know, it had been uh, um, water underneath the bridge. But because of who he is, and we're going to have to make an example of Kyrie so these other individuals or players won't do the same thing. And that's what I see being done here. Because when you have to tell a, a grown man he has to do these six things, in order to get back into playing basketball, you're trying to say, basically, you own me because now you want me to do this, even though it's not against my will. And I have told you I'm not anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Yes, I may have put the statement out there, which is probably wrong. Okay? You want to chastise me for that. But don't say, I don't like this group of people or that group of people. And that's what they basically put him into this, this hole here. And I see the commentaries from the other NBA players, you know, they, they, they're speaking on the sports. And I'm like, baby, y'all forgot where y'all came from. Mm. It's no different than who we are as black people. We've been treated the same way, but no one's chastised that much that you got to go through a six-point program in order to get back your job or get back to being who the person you were. That's what bothers me about this. It's an excellent point. And, and, you know, it, you know, again, I, I'm not here to defend Kanye West, but, you know, Adidas had no issue when he was saying we was wearing white lives matter t-shirts. And when he was saying that uh, slavery was a choice, they had no choice. issue with it. They, yeah. or Harriet Tubb. They had no issue with that at all. They, they didn't, they didn't clap back. They didn't push back. Um, and in the same regard, uh, you know, if you're going to be consistent, consistency, it, it, there's a value to being consistent. You know, the NBA has a great relationship with China, right? Mm-hmm. They have a great relationship with, with, their, with in their international uh, division with China. China has human rights violations up the yin-yang, but... They, you know, they don't, they don't question that. They don't, they don't say, you know what, you know, we, 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 we want to defend the rights of all people. That's not where they, they draw a line. So I, I'm just really, really curious about what this is. I mean, what, what is the, what is the, the, the end game here? You know, um, listen, 
we're not anti-Semitic. The show is not anti-Semitic. Um, so what's the end game? What is the end game for this? Is it to 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 uh, like the, like the kids say, try to son Kyrie, try to make him, try to yeah. uh, break him down, make him a boy, yeah, exactly. uh, and not and take away his manhood. Is that what this is about? Um, so that it never happens again. I don't know. You know, uh, I mean, I, as I, I have not watched the, I have not watched the, the the this 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 piece of work. I don't know. I have not watched the document. I guess it's a documentary. Uh, I, I, it's three hours long. I would never. I would not going to watch it not because of. I mean, I love documentaries, but like you said at the very beginning of, of the uh, podcast, there's so much negative crap out there. How much more can you take? I mean, we've we've gone through. For the last what two and a half years, we've been traumatized. I don't need another negative thing to sit there and have to process. I mean, there's like I, I said, uh, I think the last of those, uh, the last time I watched one of those, uh, I guess, uh, slavery movies or was uh, 12 Years of Slavery. At that, at that point, I, said, I, I can't watch anymore. I've right. I just, I you just traumatized more. I, I've seen so many from, from me starting off with Roots, and I've seen so many of them mainly because of, uh, the DGA and we, we screen them. That at a certain right. point, it just it just wears on you. It's like you know, call, I, I know the story, and I'm just like, I just can't watch anymore. So uh, this documentary, I would have never watched, and I and, and, and until recently, I didn't even know the title. No, it was, it was this documentary, this documentary. So I wouldn't watch it because it's like I don't need that. I, life is hard enough. People are stressed out enough. You don't need that too being slammed in your head. I mean, it's bad enough that your phone is constantly, and I'm pretty sure our phones do it today. We're gonna be. We're gonna if you if we probably you know look along. We'll probably get some Kyrie stuff. And we're gonna probably get some voting stuff. Even though we didn't search it, but the phone is listening and saying, "Listen, that's what yeah. they want to talk about." So it's just a beat down, and you go, you know what? Let me just see some flowers for one. Let me just see something simple. Let me just watch something mindless because everything is so heavy. So I would never watch yeah. it for that reason. You, you know, it's funny, guys. You think about all the movies that's been made over the years. How many movies have targeted blacks in a in a way that was hurtful, um, degrading, but no one never speaks about it? Right, something. No, yeah, no. I mean, but you know, I, I, to, to both of your points, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you, Mark. Uh, uh, I'm not into trauma porn, which is what they call it. It's trauma porn when you when you watch when you're constantly watching the victimization of of a people. Um, and and that and that trauma porn could be if you're Native American watching watching the the, the victimization of, of Native Americans if you're if you're Asian watching the victimization of Asian Americans if you're there is trauma porn for for pretty much everybody um, and you're right as well Keith when you say yeah I mean you know there, there is there is there is hurt to go around for everybody you know and nobody has a can corner the market on 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 their group's pain. Nobody can corner the market because there, there's probably pain in, in every every ethnicity. Uh, and certainly, what what has happened to to uh, Jewish people in history is uh, tragic. It's no, but it's no more tragic than what has happened to African Americans. It's no more tragic than what has happened to Native Americans. And I think this is this is where we kind of, you know, I, again, I'm not trying to say my pain is worse than your pain. I'm not, I'm not going to have a pain comparison contest here. Let's yeah. uh, agree that it's all traumatic, and we are all, uh, as peoples, dealing with that trauma in one form or fashion. But I think in this particular case. Um, to Derek's original point, the the anger is misdirected. Agreed. Agreed. My man. So I love it. And speaking of more anger that's misdirected, uh Ime Odoka, who is <laughs> on the same the Nets, you know, they need to blow it up. They just need to blow it up and just get new people all around because you got Kyrie there, you got Kevin Durant losing his shit over over what's going on, and now they brought in um, M-A. Playboy uh, from Boston, Ime Adoka, hey, former, hey, former hey, head coach it. of the Boston Celtics, uh, went to the watch. NBA Finals last year. Uh, apparently, Ime was uh, claiming he could do things, <laughs> you know, for 
with certain people's wives, you know, make their, make their life good on and off the court, apparently. Um, so he's down with the Brooklyn no. Nets, you know, and, and uh, you know, I guess as as your boy uh, uh, Swaggy E would say, there's some shorties down here too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, first of all, I want to uh, apologize for supervision uh, description of uh, uh, the soon to be new Brooklyn coach. Um, a little backdrop for folks because you know he just likes to go in on people. Uh, yes, he is the former coach, uh, and it was an allegation that was put out there. It was a consensual relationship. Uh, that he had, and for the record, Ma's not married. He is not married, but he's in a uh, in a relationship with uh, his uh, his his woman, and he was dating a um, a married woman. Um, I guess the the husband was the VP or something of the Celtics, but it was all consensual. Yeah. It was something like that. It was a little something <laughs> like that. It was all consensual. Anyway, hey, Derek, Emmett, Derek, hold, Emmett, hold, 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 he was like Ray Charles. He had laid the pipe. Let's just call it what. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it was whatever it was you know he wanted to keep his job we don't know the pressure that man was under he coaching and she's saying she's going to get him fired if she if he don't do a b c d and e so he had to do it well anyway he got suspended oh so um, she sexually assaulted him that's what you're saying i didn't say she was sexually i did not say that i said we don't know what was said because it, oh. remember the celtics have not been clear with what has actually happened I haven't heard any clarity. I know what they said. It was a consensual relationship. MA crossed the lines because the young lady was married. And there's no, there's a rule within the Boston Celtics, not the NBA, that they didn't want any fraternization among employees. And he broke that rule. So of course he has to be punished for breaking that rule in Boston. However, you got all the other NBA teams that don't have that rule. And I think people were, you know, people were, I don't think, I saw the comments on social media and then, um, you know, ESPN, I'm watching all this stuff and people are up in arms because they're saying, why is he getting an opportunity to coach so soon? And my deal was, he didn't commit a crime. He wasn't arrested. He's not a felon. He got into an agreement with an adult. It was consensual. An entanglement. <laughs> and you see, and ain't she still doing that red table book nonsense? You know, ain't like Neil ran up on a chicken, you know, gave her a two piece. You know, nobody gave that child a two piece. You know, all, you know, that happened. He broke a rule. He's being punished for that rule in Boston, but that's not an NBA rule. So if that's not an NBA rule, why can't, you know, why are folks upset? Because another NBA team who definitely needs his leadership. They need his leadership with basketball. I'm not talking about his outside activities, but on a basketball court, they need that man, his leadership. Because I can tell you this, if nothing else, he will have no problems in Brooklyn, New York, stepping outside of that Nets, you know, that little Nets arena there. It's too many opportunities just in Brooklyn. Forget about going to the city for any sort of entertainment. And uh, once you hook up with my man, Sweet E, the mayor, you know, y'all gonna be part of you, man. So, you know, Brooklyn Nets is on their way. You know, I'm glad that the guy is getting an op- another opportunity to coach. He made a bad mistake. I agree, but it's not an offense that was broken with an NBA rule. It was just a Boston Celtic rule. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully it works out for him. Uh, he and Swaggy, oh, it's gonna work and, out. you know, you know, can go out and hang out all the time because Swaggy know all the spots to go. Both here and in New Jersey. Um, <laughs> so he, he can take them all, all over the tri-state. Swaggy got Swaggy got shorties. That's that's what that's what the story is. That's what I heard. In any event, listen, folks, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, what you waiting on? Uh, make sure you do. Uh, if you like this episode, just click the subscribe button and be on time for the next episode. That's how it works. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Um, if you're lazy and you don't want to look, just ask Alexa to play Power to the People. If you're riding in your car, you got Pandora, play, play it on Pandora. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Uh, you can also find us on social media at Facebook, Powell to the People on Facebook. And you can find us on Twitter at Powell to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter, at least for the for the time being, because I'm not sure what Elon Musk is going to do. Uh, so we may be leaving there. But uh, for right now, for right now, we're still 
on Twitter. And no, Keith, they have not reinstated me. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but you can find us there. You can also find us all on Instagram. And if you're looking for us, we'll be here at the same bat time, same bat channel next week. See you then. Peace. Peace. Peace.